This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Black and Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Black and. You're listening to the Elijah Baby Show. Those sexy little boys down there in Black and Studios. And I just want to sponsor y'all and tell y'all good job. up what is up what is up welcome back folks to the elijah bailey show we are here uh this phenomenal sunday and i'm waiting just a second so we can turn on some anime music because um again as you heard this awesome music comes from rifty beats the official sound of the show which you will hear a specific theme based off of what we're talking about today because he has a lot of beats anime theme video game theme um pop culture theme so make sure to check him out. Actually, as uh, we get ready to start the next song, I put that in the background and get the show started. I'm gonna put his information uh, into chat so you guys can see that. Remember, any time you guys want to see the chat keys, they are on the Twitch uh, channel because I am not partner with Facebook. We don't get the uh, chat commands on Facebook, but you can have them on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore five thousand. This next theme is from Demon Slayer season two. Uh, from Rifty Beats, and let's go ahead and dive into it because I've made you guys wait long enough. So, uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and to the podcast from God's Own Wood. It is the Elijah Bailey Show. This is the 293rd episode, and the Elijah Bailey Show is a place where we believe JoJo's Stone Ocean can only be described as astastic and no food looks better than anime fucking food. The shine, the glistening, the sizzle, the pop. And when you see that shit, you're like, if food could be this way in real life, I could die happy. I know I can. But we're going to talk about anime food today. We're going to talk about JoJo Stone Ocean. We're going to talk about a lot of anime shit today on today's 293rd episode. I keep repeating that because we're so close to episode 300, which got something in store for you guys. 
Buck can't be here today, but you know whenever we're, uh, the next chapter of Dragon Ball Super comes out on the 20th, we will sync up and cover that episode, as well as we have the Anime Awards coming and our Video Game Awards coming for 2021, so be prepared for that. But if you're new to The Elijah Bailey Show, we have several segments. Segment one, we cover the latest releases for the month and also appreciate a black character in whatever we're talking about, video games, anime, comics. Uh, the second segment... Segment two is where we cover whatever the main topic is. And so that's the anime shmanime for our anime episode. We have news articles and things to go over today that I'm very excited about. And I give a small breakdown of uh, Zoro's Swords because the latest chapter of One Piece, uh, 1034, just confirmed some shit. Zoro has tamed his sword, his blade, and he is looking like a badass motherfucker because he has that conqueror's hockey, but he has devoted himself to his promise to Queena and his captain and best friend, Monkey D. Luffy. And I'm also going to give you a breakdown of... I say breakdown, I'm going to give you my first impressions of the first few episodes I got to watch of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. Um, and then in segment three, we wrap it up by giving you the new anime and manga of the month. Now, if you don't know what that is, I give you a suggestion for a manga and anime to read for the entire month of the show. That'd be December now. That way you get a little bit more perspective on the anime spectrum or manga spectrum. Most of these uh, are classics, but I sprinkle in new releases as well because I found a lot that I've been reading and watching that I'm really enjoying. So that will be the end of the show. And that's the show. That's the way the shows run every single week. We have three segments of the show, but then we cover a different topic, whether it's comics, anime, which is the second week this week, video games, or pop culture. Um, in anything. And I, you know, our pop culture weeks, we've been really trying to get to Doug again. There, there's so many fun things about the show, Doug. If you haven't seen Doug, it was an old uh, show. I think it's on Disney. Uh, or is Pepper Ann on Disney Plus? Because it was a Nick show, but I feel like it like crossed those boundaries to where they put it on Disney at one point in time. But Doug followed this kid named Doug Funny and his friend Skeeter Valentine. And it was just that slice of life show that kids could watch, kind of like how your grandparents, you know, watch soap operas and shit like that. But I digress. Let's go ahead and get in today's show. I'm also going to be trying some new things. And remember, at the top of the show, we do ads for a minute and 30 or two minutes that way we don't have to do them during the show so let's hit it and get all the shit it is time for the uh anime releases for the month of december so we're gonna we have four categories film tv onas and ovas so let's go ahead and uh, go over the films there's not much coming out in december some stuff you've already seen we are at december 5th today the show is live if you guys are listening on apple Podcasts, podbeam spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, blackandstudios.com wherever you're listening you can watch the show live every sunday at 4 30 p.m central standard time uh, over at twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000 or at uh, the Facebook page, Edge B Gaming, EJB Gaming. You can always watch us there. Let's get into the releases for film. Uh, this dropped December 3rd, Aria, the Bendizano uh, that came from DC staff. And also on December 3rd was uh, Julia Fulia Dance, which I've never heard of. This comes from Bandai Namco Pictures. So Bandai Namco, um, 
First off, Bandai fix fucking Naruto uh, Shippuden Ultimate uh, Ninja Storm. Or Ultra, yeah, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 because we're crashing a lot. We want to play this game. You've seen me and Buck go at it. Stone jumped in. I have friends on the PSN network. We want to play this without the fucking game crashing in the middle of the matches. So fix that, Bandai. But I am glad to see that you guys have a picture coming out. Uh, coming out December 10th is Scenaria Toronto. Uh, by Tezuka Productions, and then December 24th, one day after my birthday, is... I've been talking about this since I read the manga. Then the series came out, and you guys jumped on it, so now I'm telling you, you have to see this movie, and we're going to talk about it later today. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie by MAPPA. Um, heading over to TV, dropping yesterday, December 4th, one of my favorite franchises, and I think me and Buck talked about it on the last show, Detective Conan, Police Academy Arc. Uh, this comes from TMS Entertainment. Uh, what dropped today is Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the Entertainment District Arc, and we're going to talk about that today as well. Uh, this came from Ofo, uh, Ofo Table. And then December 6th, coming out tomorrow, is uh, Kanashiki Debu Niko Chan. This comes from Cyclone Graphics. And then coming out at the end of the month, December 31st, is Ario Utility from Yostar Pictures. Uh, we had two OVAs. One dropped December 1st, which was uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, which you guys can watch right now on Netflix by David Productions. And then on December 16th, this show got dropped on us by the Buckety himself, Agretsuko, season four, coming from Fanworks. And our last category is OVAs. Uh, this dropped on December 1st. We have, oh, wait a second, we got to change to the bad boy music. If you know the theme of the music in the background, let me know. That'll get you a special prize. We used to do this in the show, and uh, we're going to do it now because Rifty's got some nice-ass beats. But... OVAs, this dropped December 1st, given by Lareche. And then the next two OVAs coming out are going to be on December 24th, which is Christmas Eve. We have Girls and Panzer, uh, Daikon War. And then we also have, uh, and this is, it's supposed to drop anywhere between December 24th and February 25th. Uh, there was an update on the status of it. It says it should be coming out December 24th. Um, again, we watch these updates daily. You can go to Anime News Network. You can go to comicbook.com where they heavily cover uh, anime and they will keep you updated. But Hakoki coming out from Studio Dean. That has been highly anticipated, but it's supposed to be out December 24th. We'll see. It's a good OVA that you guys should check out. And I would advise everybody on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. to join me on this channel because whether it's a little bit anime podcast where we cover all things anime or we're doing a watch party we're going to give you some good selections for OVAs for animes and anything else that has to do surrounding anime so make sure to join that podcast and also those watch parties we just watched the very first out of many Saint Seiya films uh, the goddess uh, Airness and yeah. Airness Aramis or was Aramis Aramis is from Jojo's anyway the, the bitch came back she had her saints people died she got her ass kicked over a golden apple trying to steal Athena's energy her core cosmos and didn't work out for her. but we watched that everybody enjoyed it so join me 6 p.m on Wednesdays for that where you can see more OVAs but check out OVAs check out these new titles check out some classics if you want to reference the new Netflix Cowboy Bebop versus the anime 
you got to watch the anime. You can find it everywhere from Hulu to Crunchyroll to uh, VRV and Netflix. So make sure to watch that way you have a reference. Uh, me and Buck will go into it. He's not finished yet because he's watching it with his wife. So once they finish, we will do our recap. And we're uh, going to invite Josh Kane onto the show because he got early screening of Cowboy View up on Netflix. But we're going to give our thoughts about it, where it differed from the show, because this is one of our favorite uh, anime of all time. So uh, stay tuned for that. And I don't want to waste any more time. Let's go ahead and move over to Taiyosei, which we are going to cover the uh, character of color, our black character today. And it is none other than this man. Now, I told you I had some surprises. So we're going to move over to uh, shit another screen. So that way we can go ahead and get into it. I just had to make sure this shit is working. Okay, so if you have not seen Blood Blockade, this is one of my favorite. I want to say one of my favorites, but it was one that I thought was very, very unique. Zap uh, Renfro from Blood Blockade Battlefront. He's a member of Libra Organization and a master of Big Dipper blood fighting style, along with Zed O'Brien, who was taught by Raiju, who they have funny... Uh, exchanges all throughout the series that when he gains all the weight and gets fat is like the funniest shit but described as a hot-headed hypersexual junkie punk he is easily annoyed quick to lose his temper and his juvenile actions often get him and others in trouble despite this he is supposedly good at looking after new members and so was assigned leo uh, as leo's partner slash bodyguard he is also something of a ladies man possessing several lovers in town for reasons unknown he regularly tries to fight Klaus to beat him only to be routinely smacked down but his character is lovable and as you can see by this clip very very badass I wish that Rifty had a blood blockade beat he doesn't so that's going to be the next thing I say like hey blood blockade needs some beats because these scenes these sequences the fighting styles amazing when I this was the actual clip that got me caught on to blood blockade as soon as I saw it that was the next series that I was watching. Uh, let's go on. Now, if you have not seen Blood Blockade, I watched it on as well as there's a lot of titles that are on Hulu. Uh, we're promoting Hulu right now because Hulu's got some good deals. But make sure to check out Hulu to see uh, most anime. If you have not seen them, they're going to be there. They have uh, Degashi Kashi. They have Blood Blockade Battlefront. Um, you have, you even have one piece you have, and it has all, it has 11 seasons of one piece. So I think that takes us up to, uh, dress Rosa, not, not to big mom's Island to cake Island or any of that shit. It gets you to dress Rosa and then you can cross over to Crunchyroll to watch the rest. Um, but yeah, zap. Now I found this badass picture of zap and I want to put it up. We, I know we saw the clip. But this man right here, the way that he uses blood, the Big Dipper style is something that is is not shit on in the show, but does they don't go into it that has more capabilities, more possibilities. I wish they did, but this is a nice little tight series that you guys can watch and show some respect to my man Zap. So let's go to the next. Let's actually do this. Let's take a pause for the cause so you can listen to this beat uh, from Rifty because uh, I had to pause it because I talked about Cowboy Bebop, so... Why not go into the Cowboy Bebop beats? He made one right after the Netflix, and I very much appreciate it. So we're going to take a pause for the cause and come back with our 293rd episode right after this commercial break.
Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Black & Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Black & Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black & Studios has your back. Search Black & Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's black. Have you ever wanted to change the world for the better? You never really know how to go about it, right? How to structure your world of peace can be frustrating and confusing, but if you pledge your allegiance to me, Kira, then I'll give you your very own Death Note. With the Death Note, you have the ability to pick and choose who deserves to stay and help you create this world of your dreams. Just remember to turn in your Death Note with your name written in it to me by the end of the day. Okay, now let's make a change to this world together. Folks, we are back, uh, and let's go ahead and hit this uh, shit strong. Let's go ahead and go back to our video mode, and we're going on to our next subject. It is time to hit the news. Now, I talked about this briefly at the beginning of the hour. Jujutsu Kai, or actually, this is going to be, hang on. No, this is the wrong one. Y'all are seeing uh Chainsaw Man, which is another classic. We're going over to Demon Slayer, goddammit. This <coughs> this deal would have worked out right. That would have been a perfect transition. But this comes from comicbook.com. Demon Slayer 2, uh, Season 2, begins the new arc with the one-hour premiere where uh, you can watch it and how. So let's go ahead and dig into this. Now, this came out in a Twitter post um, taking on the next arc of... Koyaharu's original manga series following the events of the Mugen Train arc. Oh shit, let me turn that down. That's going to be too loud for uh, for YouTube. They're going to hit us with some copyright shit. But uh, we followed the events of the Mugen Train arc uh, which had wrapped with season 2's previous episode. Demon Slayer Entertainment District arc will officially premiere on Sunday, December 5th. Boom! Today at 10.45 a.m. Eastern fans out of Japan will be able to check out the hour-long premiere episode with uh, with both Funimation and Crunchyroll in the original Japanese language audio with English subtitles. If you uh, watch through season two, second uh, or season two's Mugen Train arc, your routine for new episodes won't be changing at all. Uh, this will likely serve as a jumping point for many fans who have been anticipating seeing brand new anime material from Studio. Uh, UFO table and the first look at the arc uh, have promised quite an intense experience. So as you know, it's been getting darker. Uh, we've been seeing more and more uh, of the pillars, and uh, it, it, it this is a series that has a 
You know what? We said it when it first came out. This is the new age Inuyasha. It has the same build, the same devotion to the cast and characters, I want to say. Because if you watch Mugen Train, the film, you got to see it from one perspective. But then when we get to uh, the second season, you get to see it more from Rengoku's perspective because we didn't really know what he was doing in the train. So uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is uh, headed right to you with this arc dropping today. Make sure to check it out. Both Funimation uh, and Crunchyroll are allowing you to watch, so there's no better place to go than there. And we're waiting to see when Sony is going to combine these two powerhouses like they said they did because they already bought the bitches. So let's go ahead, get the apps, get the sites up so we can watch more anime. Um, Now let me see if, uh, let's just go ahead and jump to it. You know, I was playing it for you just a minute ago. I'm sorry about that. I might have ruined your experience. Uh, Let's start this clip back over and go right into it. Now, this series is one that I enjoyed when I started reading it. I enjoyed it so much. I read it through the entirety, and I was pissed that there was an anime. And when I heard that there was one coming out, I was like, hell yes. Chainsaw Man Part 2 sets reported release window. So this it's going to be cut into two parts, kind of like He-Man Masters of the Universe was five episodes, another five. They're going to stop at a specific place. And for those that have read the manga, you will know exactly where this is. So Chainsaw Man is set... Uh, it's reported release window for part two of uh, Tatsuki's original manga series. Chainsaw Man isn't getting an anime ab- adaptation until sometime next year. Um, but even without one of the uh, manga, now I think it rem- I think it ended on 119 chapters, if I'm correct. But even without one, the manga had been uh, steadily growing its audience from a cult following to a massive uh, reader base, which I feel like everything does. Jujutsu Kaisen was the same way. Uh, Demon Slayer was the same way. So uh, it was due to the strength of the manga's release alone, but fans were surprised to find out that Fujimoto had actually prepared to end the series run in Weekly Shonen Jump right when the series was really revving up. So when the manga came to uh, an end last December, it was announced that the series would be debuting its own anime adaptation alongside a major manga uh, uh, continuation surprise. So it may have been the end of the series run in uh, Weekly Shonen Jump, but the series will be continuing. Uh, and don't worry about the screen changes. You'll see me soon enough. But the series will be continuing with the official part two in a different uh Weekly Shonen Jump release. As for when the new part will be kicking off, the current report from Weekly Shonen Jump manga on Twitter notes that the ma- the manga is set to release uh, with part two sometime next year but does not give a narrower release date uh, window beyond that it has been a quite a while since its first appearance but fujimoto has been very vague about what to expect from chainsaw man part two outside the mysterious teaser image released earlier this year featuring dingy and a new control devil uh, who watching over will be the major stories kicking off next era dingy's journey as chainsaw man uh, released earlier this year all of fujimoto has released uh, the next part is that we'll deal with Denji as he tries to have a normal school life while still fighting devils as Chainsaw Man. So Fujimoto has previously previously expressed that part one of the series was uh, known as the public safety arc and part two of the series will uh, be dubbed the school life arc. 
This was teased by the final moments of the first part that saw Denji happily fighting demons while being heralded as a young hero. And if this report is correct, then we will be seeing much more part two next year. If the anime also hits, the fans will have to celebrate that. So if it drops at the same time, it'll kind of be like Black Clover. Hopefully they continue the anime all the way through because this is a crazy, bloody, gory anime. This is one or a manga. This is one that I say is comparative to uh, Berserk and Claymore because guts are everywhere. People are getting killed viciously uh, without rhyme and reason at some point in time. So be prepared for Chainsaw Man Part 2. And if he really is coming out with a, an extension and a second part, because when I read this the first time, I thought this was a certain part um the ddr hamburger joint part if you read the manga that's why i thought they were talking about because i remember that specifically but if this is a continuation because the popularity picked up i'm all for that because the way that they told the story the narrative the world that they're living in the consequences of what happens with these uh control devils and shit like that or these devils and and chainsaw man's specific purpose in the world that drew me in that that made this that next gory manga and the art style as well from the astronauts on the moon to the uh uh fucking prophecy devils and shit like that this is this is one that that had me going um let me check something we're already at 27 minutes i'm not trying to take up all your time today i know we're talking um anime but let's go ahead and jump to this one before we look at some of these others uh we talked about this earlier how it has just transcended uh everybody's expectation this is jujutsu kaisen zero the film now there's some special news this actually comes from anime news uh network oh shit hang on i got always gotta check that goddamn sound but jujutsu kaisen hang on let me Let's, I'm going to pause it real quick. You know, we're going to do that. Like, if you're watching live, I'm going to pause it real quick because I want you guys to experience this. It's all about experiences. Hang on. Let me go back to Rifty's page because Rifty has some shit that uh, it'll make you tingle all over whenever you listen to it. Because Jujutsu Kaisen is one that needs, you need to put a little bit of respect on, especially if you haven't watched. There's a lot of things narratively that they do that's uh, more unique than what you see in most anime now i know that a lot of people have been talking about this latest arc has been very slow it's building up this world we just now saw the conclusion of what yutadori's done um or itadori's done yuji we also have seen these other uh combatants and the people that have unlocked their cursed energy those that have picked up very well on it those that have started to master it those that have killed a lot of people to gain all these points to be able to manipulate the culling games it is uh it's something that has uh caught my eye now this is gojo's music that's getting ready to come up and that is that's the one i was looking for because the prequel jujutsu kaisen zero is pretty much a a story of why Gojo is the way that he is, what made him focus and become who he is. So as that music comes in, let's go ahead and read about this on Anime News Network. So with the drop of this film, a live stream special for uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, the movie announced on Saturday that the film's uh, audience members will each receive a Jujutsu Kaisen uh, issue 0.5 Tokyo Prefectural Jujutsu High School booklet while supplies last. 
Uh, theaters will div, uh, distribute five million booklets. The booklets, y'all need to hear that a little bit more. Turn that up. The booklets will include an exclusive nine-page manga by original creator Akatami uh, about the daily life of Okotsu and one uh, and other of the first-year uh, students at Jujutsu, Heisen, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen High School. The thumbnail lays out the first chapter of the manga that inspired the film, the film's design, a question-and-answer session with the creator, and comments by the anime staff and cast. In addition, theater in Kyoto uh, uh, with uh, local links to the, if you go to this page and check out the story it'll give you local links to order your tickets plus Tokyo, Osaka, Aichi, Fukuoka, Fukuoka and Hakaiko, Hikaido will hold midnight screenings and opening day December 24th some of the participating theaters will begin offering tickets for uh, these screenings uh, on December 21st. Due to the pandemic from new coronavirus disease, uh, few films have opened with midnight screenings in Japan during the past two years. As previously announced by Megumi, the voices of the main character of Yuta, um, and then Kana Hanazawa voices the character of Rika, which are two main characters you need to focus on. Those are going to be... Um, for those that are currently in the chapter now, you guys already know about this, but they play a heavy part in what's going on now, and it also lays up some traps. This is kind of like the Jiraiya part of the saga, if you will. If you guys remember when Jiraiya came in, you're like, oh, this dude's been out there all this time doing shit like that. Or for Boruto watchers, this is Sasuke now traveling and staying away from the village. So Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is going to come out. I urge you guys to watch that uh, film and also read the manga because it goes in-depth on Gojo as well as Jujutsu High School's um, past and history. Now, this is, uh, if you guys have not seen Food Wars, when I talked about anime food, it's one of the shows that'll make you feel things in places you never thought you'd feel. Uh, this is... I always love things that you can transfer to real life. This comes from comicbook.com, Food Wars, the real recipes behind the smash hit cooking anime. Uh, this actually dropped one day ago. Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma is a popular cooking anime series. And, oh, my bad. Let's change to Young Itadori's music. I don't mean to stop the news, but as I do, go ahead and watch Food Wars. Watch it with your parents. Um... So, a popular cooking anime series starring uh, Soma Yukihira, a creative and upbeat shonen hero who can make absolutely anything in the kitchen if he puts his heart into it, is the source of food wars. He soon finds himself enrolled in the elite Tatsuki Culinary Academy, where he and his classmates prepare one mouth-watering dish after another. Viewers can part uh, practically taste the dishes, as well as see how well they would taste when they eat them. Uh, given how the characters usually, um, the usual culinary judges gush over the incredible craftsmanship of these dishes, it seems impossible for an ordinary viewer uh, to cook the way that Soma and Erina do. But fortunately, they are coming out with a, a Food Wars cookbook and manga recipes. Uh, watching the Food Wars animes will give any fan a rush, make you want to, and we had some of the food on the show, but there's many, many more dishes uh, that you can cook. Uh, 
Now, how do I find this and how do I how am I able to do this? Now, at the end of the show, they do give you clips and recipes for each dish. But one option is the Food Wars manga, which spans 36 volumes. If you read the manga, you do get recipes within there as well, just like you would in Ice Shield 21. If you've ever heard me and Monica talk about this on a little bit of anime, it teaches you the, the sport of football or Koroko no basketball. Uh, or basket that teaches you the sport of basketball between the panels food wars does the same thing but if you go to amazon's online catalog the food wars cookbook is a single volume detailing most of the major yeah most of the major dishes featured in the original anime slash manga franchise including color pictures of each dish uh, for reference the list of dishes ranges from authentic japanese cuisine and western colony state culinary staples to many exotic and creative dishes invented in the story of food wars including fried bear meat uh kafka uh, kebab burgers and improvised mackerel burger steak the self-published cookbook does contain uh, some rather demanding recipes but others may be more manageable for everyday food war fans and some might even improvise cheaper, simpler versions of what you'd like to see uh, are placed inside the books of the cookbook. So is this something that you want to see on the channel? Because I love uh, the this one, the, the clip that we're watching, the gotcha pork. I've seen this made. There's YouTube videos of this. You can find it in the manga. You can find it in this cookbook. And when does this cookbook drop? Let me see if I can find... Uh, a, a time or place where can I when can I pick this up uh, I don't see a time keep your eyes out go to Amazon online catalog and go ahead and put in the food wars cookbook and see if it's there that way you can order yours now and uh, start cooking these foods but these foods look amazing you can already see several that have been uh, pu uh, published on uh, YouTube, there's even like uh, a guy that does drinks. He did a Cowboy Bebop drink. You just have like a whole bunch of things they've done. Food Wars drinks, Food Wars meals, um, even Dragon Ball Z stuff. So type it in uh, YouTube. But this cookbook will offer you authentic recipes that have been delicately, delicately designed just for you to make in your own home. If you want to see that here on the channel, let me know. Whether it's uh, the YouTube channel, here on Twitch, because we will make that shit and eat it. I have a drinking game coming up pretty soon. Um, based off of um, Death Parade and then also inspiration for the Cowboy Bebop drinks because Cowboy Bebop is so stylistic. And the new anime series or the new Netflix live action off the anime series just made me think that we need to go ahead and do something like that. But last but not least, before we take a, our last pause, I have two more things I want to go over with you. Um, and I like the way that I... I I was going to do something specific and bring up these these videos, but I'm just going to pop the pictures in for you just to save a little bit of time. We're going to talk about my boy Zoro. Um, Ronora Zoro, or maybe it's Zoro Shimutsuki, which we'll talk about here in a minute. He has, uh, thanks uh, James for the follow, he has swords. And we want to talk about these swords because he has finally tamed Inma, which it, it seems like he's got his legendary deck of cards from Yu-Gi-Oh. Now, I'll pull up a couple of clips every... Uh, I'll pull up one last clip of the sword that I'm talking about uh, today that dropped on this latest chapter of One Piece. that made Zoro the fucking... He, he's the world's greatest swordsman. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but there's been a lot of things going on. And... 
Ronora Zoro is just one of those characters. As me as a martial artist, I I love the dedication to just training, training, giving your all. And Zoro's so overpowered that every battle he goes into, like major, major battle, he has to go in with severe damage. That's how you know he's going to level up, and that's when he's about to do some Zoro shit. But Zoro's aim is to be the world's greatest swordsman in one piece. Um, and I talk about this all the time, but a good swordsman can't get far without good swords by his side and we've seen this there's been moments in one piece like what the fuck is he gonna do you're gonna hear more about those as i go through this zor's had has he's had quite a few different swords throughout his travels but um the most recent battle with king and king and onigashima um the onigashima raid also when he faced off and and hit queen there's no better time than to chronicleize and go over all the blades that he has wielded and we are going to start with one of the most famous ones that means the most to him and we talked about this extensively on the episode where we trace zoro's lineage if you do not know you'll hear a lot of those names now the wado ichimonji is far and above zoro's most beloved treasure zoro grew up in a dojo in a small village in the east blue named shimotsuki village uh, where he had constantly uh, get tested by the top student koina in duels the two made a promise to each other uh, that one day one of them would hold the title of the world's greatest swordsman but ultimately koina died the death was lame as fuck um there's been speculation on it she died though as a kid zoro talked with his master and also queen's father who had told him that because she was born a girl she would never be the world's greatest swordsman because it's to be held by a man and that is something that zoro didn't accept but after her death he was bequeathed queen's sword and it's now in his possession, the Wado Ichimanji. He has coveted this sword since the beginning of the series, and after 1,034 chapters, he still has it. He promised his name uh, his name would reach the heavens for both their sakes to promise that he and Kuina both made it as the world's greatest swordsman. Zoro has kept Wado Ichimanji ever since, and is far uh, his most reliable sword out of them. The Wado Ichimanji was forged by the legendary Wado blacksmith Shimotsuki Kazuburo. And there's that name again. He is a Wano um, descendant and blacksmith that left the land of Wano and settled there and then founded Shimotsuki Village, which there is a sword dojo there that passed on teachings to Zoro, which he now carries with them. And this is one of the strongest connections we talk about Zoro's past. But after his exile from Wano, it was passed down to his grandfather, uh, her granddaughter, Quina, um, and Quina again passed away and now went to Zoro. its name means straight road of the harmony is classified as one of the 21st or 21 great great swords known for its excellent durability and cutting power for reference when tashigi examines the wadoichimanji in lugtown she said the great uh great great swords were worth at least 10 million belly apiece so that is Zoro's first sword one of his most coveted uh but it also led him to get this one after many battles and this one was this is i think this was zora's first test don't worry about the picture cutting on my face i want you to see the sword but sandai kotetsu or kotetsu the third was the first sword zoro picked up after two of his precious swords shattered in a duel against dracula mihawk he found it in a barrel of unremarkable blades in the sword stop uh, short shop in lugtown and that's where he met toshigi who 
rem- reminds him of Queena, like an older version of Queena. Zora always acts weird around her, but he also found it in the shop of Ip- uh, Matsu, the sword seller. However, Kotetsu uh, III was not an ordinary sword. Yeah, Ipan Matsu called it a cursed blade. The sword was forged by Tinguyama Hitetsu and as an uh, Im- imitation of one of the most infamously sharp Kotetsu blades and eventually <clears throat> eventually found its way overseas. Its names mean the third great sword or the third great of Oni Piercer. Kotetsu swords, uh, also known to be cursed, as a swordsman who wields them will eventually die by their own blade. And this was something once uh, Zoro heard about this, he got intrigued. And we always wondered, is Zoro going to die based off these blades? Um, uh, thanks, Buck. Uh, he decided to test his luck again. I know it's quiet. I, I, I forgot about the music i just got wrapped up in these swords i'll turn some on here in a second he decided to test his luck against the cursed blade which you guys are seeing now and so he tossed the sword up in the air and stuck out his arm the sword rotated and fell back to the floor without cutting Zoro's arm and the pirate hunter decided to take the sword right then and there Zoro has called katetsu the third a troublemaker known for cutting when Zoro doesn't want it to but uh, back in Whiskey Peak, when Zoro fought 100 Baroque Works bounty hunters, he had trouble keeping Kotetsu, uh, getting Katetsu to bend to his will. But he eventually tamed the cursed sword. There we go. There's that Demon Slayer music. Uh, next on the list, this also came from the same sword uh, shop, and there you can see uh, Ipan Matsu in the background, the man that gave Zoro the swords. Um, <clears throat> you, sh- uh, you, uh, you, I always do that. Yabashiri uh, is a second blade uh, Zoro received from Ipamatsu in Luke Town. The merchant respected the swordman for testing his luck against the cursed blade and immediately went and dug this out and acknowledged his skill and gave him both Kotetsu and his best sword, uh, Yabashira, for free. The light blade is one of the 50 skillful great swords, and Zoro would often use it alongside its partner, Kotetsu. Its name means Snow Run, which we talked about the connection to Snow, the, the Zoro birth month and what that his name means uh if you don't remember that go back a few episodes to my zoro specific uh podcast and listen to that one episode but uh in water seven zoro was able to cut a sea train in half using yabashiri and Katetsu the third unfortunately zoro would leave uh, would lose uh yabashiri when he faced the rust rust devil fruit user shu in endless lobby uh, towards the end of that arc, the Marines were able to corrode Yabashiri's blade down to his hilt. Zoro would keep it uh, in his hilt till Thriller Bark, where he left it at the Rumblar Pi- uh, Rumbar Pirates burial site as its resting place. Next, this led to this famous fucking sword. Uh, oh, thank you, Richard, for liking the show. Thank you, sir. Let's get back into this one. Zoro looks badass. He got it before he had he had his new look in Wano, but the Black Blade Shushui, if you know that name from Naruto, that's why it followed over to One Piece. So the Black Blade is not only another one of the 21 great great swords, but was wielded by the legendary samurai of Wano, Ryuma Shimotsuki. Is that name again? Didn't we have Kozabaru Shimotsuki, the blacksmith that wielded 
these swords and now we have Ryoma? Hmm. And didn't we say that uh, Zoro might be related to the Shimotsuki? Let's continue. Its name means autumn water, and according to the legend, Ryoma once used a sword to slay a dragon, cutting off his head, which Zoro has replicated in the current chapters of One Piece. The sword uh, and Ryoma's corpse were stolen by Gekko Moria 23 years ago from present uh, from present day, and after Brook's shadow was placed inside Ryuma, he became one of the warlord's strongest zombies. Zoro would challenge Ryuma in a duel and thriller bark with the desire to take Shishui in place of Yabashiri. After their duel, Ryuma acknowledged Zoro's victory and so entrusted his black blade to the swordsman. During the Wano arc, Zoro would wander into the land of Ringo, where Sushri would, would uh, be stolen by the warrior monk um, Gakumura. However, Gakumura was secretly the fox companion, Onimoru, of the latest uh, the late daimyo of Ringo, Ushimaru Shimotsuki. Another Shimotsuki. We found out the connection to Yamato, and this could be a possible direct connection to Zoro, but let's continue. Sushri is considered a national treasure of Wano, so the former... Uh, and daughter of Ozen Kazuki, Hiyori Kazuki, implored Zoro to let the Black Blade rest uh, there as its burial site to its master, Ryoma, their greatest hero. In exchange, Hiyori gifted Zoro with one of her father's swords. And this is where we change screens because we are about to get into this right here. And this was actually when he was gifted the sword in one piece the very last sword on zoro's mind and the last blade that he has obtained is inma inma is another legendary sword one of the 21st uh 21 great swords and forged by the master blacksmith kozibaru shimotsuki so this is another direct tie to zoro on the island where he trained in Shimoski village, the man that he met, the man that he talked to and taught him that that bad word that samurai use also created not only Wado Ichimonji or not. Why did he create? Yeah, Wado Ichimonji and this sword. Um, but Kozabaro Shimotsuki, just uh, like Wado Ichimonji, they were originally wielded by the late uh, hero of Wano, Odin. Kazuki and Odin traveled with Whitebeard back in the day and also traveled with the one and only pirate king, Gold D. Roger, um, alongside his blade, Ameno Habakiri, which you guys are seeing on the screen, the other white blade that resembles um, Wado Ichimonji. At the same time, these two swords were the only blades that were uh, that ever injured Kaido giving him the famous X-Scar on his chest. After uh, Odin's death, the swords were entrusted to his children, Hiyori, uh, meant to uh, care for Enma, and Hidori, uh, Hiyori decided to entrust Enma to Zoro to express her gratitude for returning Shushri back to its former resting place. Enma, as you can see, is by far the most difficult sword to wield, or you will see here in a minute, uh, that Zoro has ever used. Emma is unique in the fact that it draws out the armament hockey of its wielder at will, allowing for some troublesome striking power at the cost of draining a person's stamina and hockey uh, extensively. Its power is why Kozubaru named the sword Enma after the king of hell from the Japanese Buddhist myth. Odin was the only person ever to tame Enma's wild nature, but like with Katetsu III, Zoro found the challenge intriguing and took the blade. Initially, Zoro had some trouble fully utilizing Enma when fighting both Kaido and King. But in the most recent chapter, he has earned the sword's trust, which I talk about now. 
as you heard, all these swords that Zora has gone through and that he has with them all have very, very extensive histories and they're very meaningful for him. But all I can say is these are the swords of the world's greatest swordsman. These are the swords of the Pirate King's right-hand man. These are the swords of Ronora Zoro. I know you guys continue to watch the clip. See, he got his arm back. Okay, now we got we to gotta switch screens. We got to go back. I can't let you see more than that. But I am very excited where uh, the series is going. Zoro's swords were something that uh, I always was intrigued by because you don't have, you have swordsmen that dip in and out of using their swords, but somebody that devotes themselves to the type of training that Zoro does, it makes the show that much better because he's putting in work just like his captain. He's putting in work than more work than anybody else throughout this series because that's all Zoro knows how to do. Um, and with this next beat, we're going to dive into our very last topic uh, the show, and if you saw the picture at the top of the show, this show came out of nowhere. Um, it was something I was always going to watch, but I did not know how fucking crazy this shit was about to get. And I saw, yeah, because this, this Jolene reminded me a little bit of fucking Joseph Joestar. When I saw the opening scenes, I hit the buckety up and I said, Hey, watch the first five minutes of uh, Star Ocean. Just tune into the first five minutes because this shit is fucking wild. I didn't even tell them what happened. But then when we get to the prison and they are doing the strip search and she bends over and then she leans back and says, do you want to pose and pulls a leg up? I was like, these motherfuckers are tripping so hard right now. I don't even know why. Boom. I got to do this. Jessica watched the first episode last night. I watched the first two. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean starts off with Jolene Kujo, um, Jotaro Kujo's daughter, who is a strange daughter. And if you look at the picture, uh, when they show her parents in the locket that is given to her by her lawyer, the the picture looked like some shit that Gomez and Morticia Adam would take. I love the style of JoJo's. I love the heavy lines. I love the, the material. Aramis, the... Uh, the inmate that's hiding money in her boobs and underneath her hair that gets beat up and activates Jolene's powers. It's it's amazing. If you haven't seen a JoJo at all, JoJo follows a family with a specific nickname. They could be named Jonathan, Joseph, Jolene, Jotaro, but the nickname is always JoJo. They always have, I think Joseph was the one that had more of an attitude because he took on the cops when we first see him with his uh, with a Coke bottle. Um, Jonathan was very respectful. And then after that, each Jojo has had more attitude than the last, but now we're following, um, a, now we're following a female Jojo and it's just, it's just unbelievable. Jolene is tough. She doesn't take shit. She is easily embarrassed. She reminds me of a mix of Holly and Joseph. Like I always think she's Joseph for some reason, but she's got more of an edge cause she talks some shit. Um, but she's in prison. It's basically like uh, a prison break or some shit like that, but in JoJo fashion. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. It just dropped on Netflix, but JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has been fucking amazing so far. Um, jo Jolene gets framed. She gets convinced to take on some shit that she didn't do. I'm trying not to say any. She gets she she gets wrongfully tricked. She does have 
some responsibility to take, but she's end up in jail for about 15 years. So that's where it starts in the first few episodes and her getting out of jail and her doing this, but she also gets her stand, a strand stand, and she doesn't have any idea what's going on. Uh, the art's amazing. This is something that you should watch. It is a little weird. Don't watch with your parents. I would say you could watch Food Wars with your parents before you watch this, but they, they, they go hard right off the bat. So check it out. I just don't want to give up too much because I just started watching it and I was very fucking happy with what I saw. But um, what did he say? He said, Captain, put in uh, put in work Zoro. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> they go there. They do go there. They go all in. But let's take a pause for the cause and come back with the very last segment, segment three, where I give you anime and manga of the month. I'll be right back with episode 239 of The Elijah Bailey Show. Do you have something special, something rare, or something you simply need to move discreetly from one location to another? All you need is uh, quite a bit of money, but to give us a call at 1-800-252-4666. Again, that's 1-800-B-Lagoon, and we'll get you what you want and what you need with little to no hassle to you. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. I'm back. That's that that clip right there. That picture right there says some of JoJo. JoJo Jolene. Jolene. All right, let's go ahead and dive into the next segment. Let's get back into it. Um, this is uh, anime and manga of the month time. Sakugan is the anime that I'm giving you. Sakugan follows um, Mimimpu and Gagamber. This is a father daughter duo. Now, uh, Mimi is super intelligent for her age she's graduated college she's got all this money both her and her father work in the labyrinth that they live in this is a connection of tunnels and networks where markers who are experienced travelers continue to dig down deeper into these barrels trying to find new and unexplored regions now gangambar and Mimipu get at each other's nerves because he doesn't want his daughter to become a marker, but because of her mother, who is a marker with her father, she feels like her and her dad should be doing the same thing instead of living a scared, frail, frail life. And she also gets onto her dad for only spending money on himself, and that is the reason why her mother left him because he is selfish and spends all the money, and he doesn't understand the goals and dreams of going out there and finding unexplored lands and being somebody that you think you should be. Now, this is a father-daughter tale with a lot of comedy. The first five minutes again should get you into the store. The kind of battle that they have, the smarts, the wit, the tactics that she uses on her dad. And you know that there's a love there for her, but he also is 
there's there's a backstory why he doesn't want her to be a marker, why him and his wife got divorced, why things are not working out the way that she thinks they should at her young age, even though she's super intelligent, and him living his life, kind of his fears and kind of what keeps him held back in that town, and why he acts the way he is. This is a good show. This is nine episodes out right now. You guys can find this on Crunchyroll. I've been digging it since it came out, so check it out. Uh, and let's go to manga of the month. Now, I know I put this in here somewhere. There we go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw this. Actually, let me pull this one down real quick. Now, this one is a manga that I've been reading. I just now started reading, um, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago, Tokyo Shinobi Squad. Uh, the story is by Yuki Tanaka, and the art is by Kento Matsura. Now, uh, in a future a future lawless Tokyo, uh, retribution is delivered by shinobi. Shinobis are in gangs or in clans. They take on contracts and they get paid, kind of like Naruto, for upholding the law or completing missions. Well, this network of shinobi are very different in the fact that they are some of the strongest shinobi around and they don't take money from anybody. They take up worthy causes and they hand out ass whoopings. Now we follow our main character. Um, what is his name? Sengoku. What do they call this motherfucker? Now I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank because I've been reading a whole bunch of fucking Siren now. Hang on. Let me just let me just go to our special place at Viz Media. Um, but this uh, Middle Eastern kid shows up because the borders have been taken down in this world. He shows up. He doesn't have much money. But Shinobis can convert any kind of... You can convert any kind of cash just at a standard ATM. He walks up on our Shinobi and just asks for help. Um, he doesn't want to help him because he... he the Tokyo uh, Shinobi Squad, one of the things that is plaguing the nation are corrupt Shinobi and also broke Shinobi. So they're very uh, selective about the jobs that they take on. But let me open this right now. Here we go. The first couple chapters open like Naruto, but the kid's name that asked for help is in, and he comes by, and then we have a G Gundam type duo so you know when domon kashu had rin and they were both in the gundam or she was like all right go gundam go to to, to domon kashu till he doesn't get his ass whooped we have a small group like this we have an oracle of the group and we also have our shinobi now i'm trying to get in here you know what just go to viz media Jin. there we go shinobi Jin. and what the fuck is her name all you need to know is Jin and N. They have a connection. He needs help. He's getting followed by the mafia, by fellow shinobi, but everybody knows the metallic and magnetic shinobi, Jin. One of the most diabolical. If you could turn Sasuke up to a Yujiro, this is, but a Yujiro with the heart. That's the deal that throws people off. He doesn't take shit. He'll whoop your ass, but he also has a heart, and he doesn't want people to get taken advantage of. This is Tokyo Shinobi Squad. Check out the manga. The manga is on Viz Media. Uh, it does a better job of telling about itself than I do, but it's nice. It's, it looks like a Naruto in the future. If you guys have read Nuro, The Way of the Martial Artist, which is, was a past manga of the month, mix that with Boruto. That's what you got here. Uh, so, again, anime of the month. 
is the Sakugan about digging down into the labyrinth. As you see, they, there's kaiju down there. There's all kind of unexplored worlds, all kind of gifts, kind of like uh, trying to pick up girls in the dungeon. And then we have Tokyo Shinobi Squad is manga of the month. Uh, next week, I'll have some more panels and some fight scenes because there's some badass shit that goes on. Uh, kind of like that first time you see She-Hulk lift a car and you're like, oh, okay, the slender flame frame doesn't mean you're as weak or weaker than Hulk. I like that shit. But that has been today's show. That is the 293rd episode of The Elijah Bailey Show. Thank you guys for joining me. And we're rounding out the show with that Death Note music again from Rifty Beats. Make sure to check out Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Make sure to jump into One Piece. If you enjoyed the talk about uh, Roronora Zoro or you know, Roronora or Zoro. And there was a name change. We talked about this last time somebody hit me up. They were asking when Zoro's name was changed from Zolo to Zoro. There's a dispute with another uh, manga series. They had the name Zoro. It's a very big series. So they had to change it to Zoro from Z-O-L-O to Z-O-R-O. But Zoro may be a Shimotsuki. He grew up in Shimosuke Village. People left uh, the land of Wano or were exiled, and he doesn't have any history of his backstory. But it almost seems like all of these Straw Hat Pirates are orphans, and we don't know anything about their moms, where they come from, but they all have like these supreme lineages. Read One Piece. We just found out some shit today about Zoro. I'm fucking happy about it. Uh, Black Clover dropped today. Uh, I do believe, unless they're on hi- I think they're on hiatus. If it didn't drop today, because the last chapter, what was the last chapter? You know me and Buck are going to cover it, so it doesn't even fucking matter. But read One Piece, read Dragon Ball Super, Black Clover, Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Thank you guys for joining me. I'm rambling on now. Today has been a great show. I had a fucking blast. I love talking about anime and all this shit. Join, follow, subscribe, all that shit. I love you guys. Thank you. And uh, may the sounds of Rifty beat in your heart. May you beat ass and spread them apart. It's time to uh, rumble and rock, roll and grind. Ding-a-ling-a-ling, it's Rifty Beats fucking time. I will see you guys next episode. Remember to follow, rate, like. um, If you want to listen to the show, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, we're everywhere that you listen to podcasts. If you listen to Podcoin, Podcoin uh, gives you money for listening to your favorite shows, which you can use on other things. And Black Clover didn't drop today. Um, because they're on hiatus, so it should be back next week. That's what it is. Thanks, Buck. Even when he's not on the show, he's on the show. Um, go to blackstudios.com, follow Black and Studios all over the internet at blackandstudios.com, or just type in Black and Studios for social media. And for the Elijah Bailey Show, go to the Elijah Bailey Show, uh, all right, Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com if you want to send a message, or follow us on Facebook at EJB Gaming or the official Elijah Bailey Show page. Uh, and then Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Elijah Bailey Show. Just top off the W on the end. That's just SHO. We're there waiting for you guys. Thank you guys for joining so much. Uh, just just follow anime. Anime is a great thing to follow. Anime is a great place to be. Uh, and I will catch your ass in the next broadcast. Again, turn on notifications if you're following on twitch.tv forward slash Elijah underscore 5000, where you can watch every Sunday. 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time or on Edge B Gaming at Facebook. I'm the great prophet Elijah 5000. And like most things, I'll catch your ass in the next broadcast. I'm out.
Hey, what's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckley appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.